All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Majestic Mike. Uh, you got your boy G Rep, the ambassador, up in here. We got our girl Glenda back. Glad to have you back, sweetie. Good Been a back. long time. I know you out there doing your thing. Glenda got that catering business, and um, man, we showed. Yeah, they're making that money. Yeah, man, we showed mission. Because <laughs> when you ain't on the show, the boys be off the chain. Oh, I know. <laughs> we That's be off the chain. Hey, but uh. <laughs> Uh, Jay Riggs, you want to let them know what's up over there in Dallas, Texas? What up, what up, what up? It's Jay Riggs back in this thing again, holding it down for Dallas, Texas for sure. And you already know, today, ladies and gentlemen, we just going to be Terry Bender today. No Tricky T, no Tennessee Terry, because it's serious business we got going on today. Where y'all know him? Where y'all know T to be serious? I know, right? Hey, don't, don't, hey, don't let him fool y'all. He's going to come out. <laughs> yeah, it's going to switch yeah. up. Uh, G, you got anything you want to say to the listeners? We just happy to be here again, wanting to make sure that we're able to help somebody, minister to somebody, and love on everybody. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, That's what I'm talking about. Majestic Mike, we want to uh, apologize to our listeners. Man, we just starting this podcast. Uh, just it, it's a lot. I know I said this in a couple other episodes, but it's a it's a lot trying to get this thing up and off the road. Uh, trying to get to a point the way we can get at least a podcast out every two weeks. But with our work schedules, everybody got their own thing going on, and we just trying to come together and and produce the best podcast that we can produce for y'all. So if y'all could just please bear with us, we're going to eventually get it together. And we just thank you for your patience, but we will guarantee at least one podcast a month. We're going to try to do two, but we will guarantee at least one podcast a month. So we're going to jump off in this intro. And after this intro, we're going to start the podcast. The Majestic Mike. Man, the Majestic Mike is a podcast that talks and covers everyday life situations and issues with a comical yet spiritual point of view. This type of podcast is to enlighten, educate, and entertain listeners from all walks and all areas. So, um, yeah, stay tuned. Are you ready to get it poppin'? Hello, I hope all is well. I hope all is right. Hold on, please take off your shoes at the Majestic Mike. Any problems that you have, please leave them here. I need you all to be focused and see it clear. We got some topics for the soul, so please have no fear. Come a little closer, up ambassador. Got something for you to hear. Chicken and tea, are you sounding clear? Jay Rick and Glenda, are you ready to get it poppin'? It's, 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 it's All right, welcome to another episode of the Majestic Mike. Thank y'all for tuning in. Show do appreciate you. Uh, today, we're going to talk about a topic. Might not be used to this, but we're going to talk about a serious topic today. The topic that we have for y'all today is women that train their child to hate the father. And if you're from the hood, I hate my baby daddy. That's just my baby daddy. Who that is? My baby daddy. All right. Uh this is a very serious situation that goes on in a lot of households, a lot of families, a lot of kids are being neglected, not allowed to see their fathers. We really want to address this issue, and hopefully throughout the show we can shine some light on how important it is that these that, that you allow the children 
of the child to have time spent with their father. I know, you know, the, the title, women that train their child to hate their fathers. I know this statement seems harsh, but it's true. There are women and mothers that purposely and sometimes unconsciously through their words and actions send a message of discord and hate to the child against his or her father. We don't need to do that. We, we really don't need to do that. So uh, first, before we go any further, we want to define what is a father. Second, we want to define the, what is the role of the father. And third, why is a father so important? Glenda, why do you think... What what you think the meaning of father is? Well, to me, <clears throat> excuse me, the word father is an action word. It is not a person, place, or thing. It is your daily actions of the male role model being just that. Right. A positive role model, whether it's for your kids, for your nieces and your nephews. You know, because you can father somebody's child and they not biologically be your child. Right. So a father, you know, it covers the male spectrum of being, in my personal opinion, a real man. Yeah, I agree with that. So, you know, anybody can be a man. Anybody can be a baby daddy or a baby mama. But it takes a special characteristic to be a father. Yes. Yes. What what about you, T? Provider, um, a rock for the family, showing the family um, how it is to just uh, in life, kind of at a loss for words of this, but uh, that's what I'm saying, a, a provider and a rock. Right, okay. Uh, uh, Jay? Oh, man. Uh, hands down, that father, he got to be that man that, that lead that child, that guide that child. Father, somebody that's going to be there to point him in the right direction. You know, just like the text says, that uh, uh, you got to train up a child in the way he should go. So I think that father is that one that's going to be there to really – uh, train that child up in the way he should go so that when he old, he won't depart from it. Right. So, right. I know it can go deep. Yeah, yeah, it, it can. It can go real deep, and we just don't know. You know, a lot of us don't know the importance of how important it is for a father to be in that household. Fathers are there, I mean, because a father, and I try to do the best I can to provide for my family, lead them, guide them, direct them, and I just could not see myself having a child and just leaving them out there in this big, vast ocean of a world all by himself, you know? And um, I, 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 I just can't see myself doing that. So did, did you have a father growing up, Glenda? Oh, most definitely. I had one of the best fathers in the whole wide world. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, hats off to him. Hats off. I'm not just saying that because he was my daddy, but he was a father to many other children. Right. He was a pastor. And he had several churches. So, you know, in our in our culture, we have a lot of single-parent homes. Right. Where the children True. are mostly with their mothers. So while we was in school, he would be in Palaka going to teacher-parent conferences for other children. Mm-hmm. Mom was wow. the same way. So a father doesn't necessarily have to be in your home. They don't necessarily have to be blood kin to you. But it's that person who actually is covering you. Right, right. Through the good and the bad. Yes. Right. Yes. Yep. What about you, T? Yeah, yeah. I had a father. Um, uh, one thing I can remember about him is he taught me, he did teach me how to get up and go to work every day. And uh, he showed me how to take care of your family. Uh, 
my father had to go to work when he was in third grade. They pulled him out of school. So <clears throat> that's one thing he knew how to do work. He didn't have all the the, the upbringings like I did and, and all the schooling that I got. But he, re, he one thing he showed me is how to work and take right. care of your family. Yeah. Well, I had I had two fathers. I had my real dad. I had my stepdad. Real dad, I ain't really get to meet him till I was about 12 years old. But, you know, eventually over time we – we obtained a relationship. We just, you know, we got to know each other. My father, that my real father, on a, it's a, that's a whole nother story for a whole nother show. <laughs> yep. Same thing with my stepdad, you know, man. But my my stepdad, he was a very wise man, but he had just had one big major problem. Uh, you know, he had ended up getting caught up on that uh, crack cocaine. It was kind of hard for me to respect him. But as I look back over my life now even with the things that he would teach me and talk to me, it, it helped me to become the man that I am right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I yeah. kind of took it for granted because I was so busy focused on what he was doing instead of focusing on what he was saying. But as I got older, I realized that he was packed full of wisdom. He just had that one hiccup that, you know, thank God the Lord delivered him from, from that. Thank God for my mom having the patience to hang in there with him, you know, because of that situation. What about you, Jay Riggs? Yeah, oh my. It's one of those up and down in that situation, you know. Uh, you glean from them and you take from them what you need. Right, uh, right. And that's, that's, that's the thing about my situation, that I, I, I took the bad and, and, and turned it and used it to the, to the pot, make it to the positive, because, you know, you some, sometimes you see see how a man treat a woman, and growing up, you just say that, you know, you know you're know going to make sure that you don't never do that, alcohol and all that type of stuff. Right, right. But, you know, a lot so, of... So, you know, he was there, but he wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I get that. I get that. Well, I got a... Um, according to the dictionary, I wrote down some definition of fathers. Uh, father is a man in relation to his child or children. Also, according to vocabulary.com, the verb father means to make children. A father is a male parent. Everyone has a biological father, even if they are not raised by him. You might call your father daddy, dad, dad, daddy, pops, papa, or even father. Also, a, a man who helped found something or invent it can be called the father of that entity or invention. So what that last definition mean to me is, look, if a man and a woman get together and they have a child, then guess what? He is the source of that child. That child exists because he is the source of that child. So also, as I was researching these definitions, I came across this one. I came across this one from um, yourdictionary.com. What is the real meaning of a father? A father is defined as a man who has impregnated a woman and has a child. An example of an example of a father is a man with a son or a daughter. And Eric meant the word we hear Jesus speak in the Bible, Abba, Abba. You know, like when you say your prayers and we, we begin to pray with Abba, Father. Well, that word Abba means father, which was a common term that expressed affection, confidence, trust. Now, you take Abba, Father, put them two together, and it signifies the close and intimate. You take them two and put it together, it, it signifies the close, intimate relationship of a father and his child, as well as a childlike trust that a young child puts in his daddy. So all children ha have that childlike innocence, like dad is everything. 
dad is the hero. You know, I know a lot of times I got a seven-year-old and I come home, I walk through the door. Soon as he hear that door open, he wherever he is in the house, he just jump up, Daddy, and he start running to me. And man, I wouldn't want to trade that for nothing in the world. And if you got a child out there and and you just off doing your thing, man, look at what you missing out on. You know what I'm saying? You you missing out on being a hero. So, man, if you got a child out there, y'all do the right thing and, and be a father to your child. The also the Hebrew meaning of Abba is source or producer or sustainer. All right, definition of source is where something came from. So your child came from you. You are the source of that child. Definition of sustainer, someone who upholds and maintains. That's what a father does. He upholds and he maintains his house. He upholds, he is the foundation of that home. I know a lot of times we hear that the father is the head of the household, which that is true. I don't want to take away from that, but I don't want us to put so much emphasis on being the head that we come up in there with the machoism and, and pride and I'm, I'm, I'm the HNIC up in here. I'm the head of this house, you know, and we just come up in there with that, that iron fist mentality. But in reality, the father is really the foundation, and the foundation is the strongest part of that house because if, if anything happened, Everything falls back on that father. If, if, if the wife, something going on with the wife, she got the father or the husband that'll fall back on. Something going on with the children, they got the husband and, and they got the father to fall back on. So you are the foundation of the household. That's why right now the world is in the mess that it in is because it's the breakdown of the fathers in the family. That's why if you even look at the structure of the male creature, your shoulders by nature are broader. Why? Because God made your shoulders wide enough to hold the weight of your family. Right. Regardless of what happened, what's going on, your shoulders were built to carry certain type of weight. Right, right. Women do it because they have to. Right, right. But men were made to do it. Yeah. And, and I don't feel that that was given to a woman to have to take the full burden of trying to raise a family or trying to sustain the family. That's the job of the father. That's the job of the man to sustain that family. According to the Greek definition of father, and the Greek word for that is parter, meaning the same source, sustainer, and nourisher. According to freedictionary.com, the definition of nourisher to provide with food, or other substance necessary for life and growth, to feed, to foster the development and promote. See, Father, see, see the role that we play in the household? Important. We play a very important role in the household. And mothers and women, when y'all neglect to let these kids have a relationship with their father, you are robbing them of that. Matter of fact, you're robbing them of their identity because that's where they get their identity from. Their father. So chill out with that. You know what I'm saying? I know you're mad. I know you're angry, but chill out with that. Women nurture. I mean, yeah, women nurture, men nourish. There's a big difference in the two. Nurture, the process of caring for and encouraging, caring for, encouraging the growth or development of someone or something. So fathers, that's what we do. We nurture. We care for. We encourage the growth. We encourage the development. Of, of our children. Anybody else got anything they want to add to it? 
one, one thing I want to add to it, if, if the man is the, the rock and he the provider, uh, how come on Father's Day he don't get nothing? <laughs> 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 Mother's Day get everything. Father's Day yeah, come, man. man. You get a do. little tie, you throw that tie up in the top of the dresser. But <laughs> <laughs> it comes Father's Day, it's like, okay, where am I at? Well, you know what? I, I my household is not guilty of that, man. On that day, they make me feel like a king. And I really appreciate it. I mean, but on any given day, man, they make me feel like a king. So I I, I thank God for my family. Do I have the perfect household? No. But I thank God for what I what I have, what he's given me. Is it tough being a father? Yes, it is. Is it tough being a man? Yes, it is. Is it tough being a woman? Yes, it is. But yet and still, we still got to do what we got to do. We got to make sure that we keep it right and we keep it lined up at all times. All right. What is the role of a, of a father? Fathers play an especially important role in the growth and the development of their child's life. For one thing, just by being there in the child's life. Mothers, let those fathers be in the child's life. There are so many deadbeat dads out there that don't want to have anything to do with their child. And when you got one that do, let them be there. I understand you hurt, you angry. Whatever he did, I understand. But you got to put your feelings aside and you got to think about the child. There are so many lessons that a father can input into their child, download into their child, whether it's male or female, it doesn't matter. There are specific lessons that we are supposed to get from our fathers. Right, correct. Our mothers cannot give us everything. They think they can. Well, (laughs) (laughs) mothers are not, so we were not built to be able to download everything a child needs. That's why the Lord gave Adam a helpmate. Right. That's right. We are not supposed to be the head. The male figure is supposed to be the head as long as he's doing what he's supposed to do now. Exactly. Exactly. You have to cover the basics. But as long as everything is in place, the male figure is supposed to be able to download those vital lessons, especially with girls. If you have a daughter and she knows her father, it is vital that she spends time with her daddy. He will be the first love of her life. No other man should be that. Right, right. Daddy should be the first man of her life. Right. That's good, Miss T. That's good. Yeah, that is. Uh, Anything you want to say, Mr. Bennett? You want to add to it? Oh, man, I'm glad my girl back on the show. I know that much. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just got to get credit with credit. Yeah. What right about now. you, Jay Riz? You great? Right, right, right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah. Well, also, another role of the father is creating a positive and peaceful environment for the child to thrive in. Fathers should bring positive benefits to their children that no other person can bring. And, and I think that's what, what G was saying about the daughters being the first love. So as the father, he's supposed to bring something to that child's life that no other person on the planet Earth can bring. A loving father should bring protection, emotional stability, and a sense of identity. Now, uh, I got this article. Uh, according to this article, uh, G, you want to take this article for me? Well, from what it says, according to Mom's Junction, Junction um, they have nine qualities that they have pulled that 
what they're saying makes a good father. Um, he's pr protective. It shows that um, he used to be an affection. In affection is his middle name. name. Ladies, that is important for your girls. Your girl should not know the affection of another man besides her daddy first. I know how a man is supposed to treat me. Why? Because my daddy treated me like a queen when I was younger. So it, that is very, 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 very vital. Even if you don't like him, that don't matter. <laughs> uh, now, it also says a wall of trust and security. A real man is going to take care of his own. Amen. He is going to protect till the end. So it, it doesn't matter how you feel. Your emotions are all wrapped up what he didn't do for you, and that, that doesn't matter. He's going to make sure his children have what they need. Right. Now, the source of encouragement to me is very important because that builds your self-esteem as you're coming up. If you don't know how you're supposed to feel or how you're supposed to react, people can treat you any kind of way when you right. get older. Right. And you think it's okay. Now, it also shows that he is to be a patient listener. Now, I wasn't the daddy's girl, but I can always go to my daddy and talk to him. Mm. I can always go to him. He will be up studying the word, getting ready for Sunday. And I will come home from my night shift, and we will sit down and talk. So how did that? How, how does that, knowing that you had that bond, how does that make you feel now knowing that you had that particular type of bond with dad daddy showed me <clears throat> the values of having a real man in your space okay and it also taught me as I got older how to identify the BS every man that comes in your space isn't going to want you to be the best you you can be right everybody you know has their alternative motives but I learned my value of myself going up. Right. So I didn't have to wait until I got grown. And having your dad in your space is vital to that development. Okay. All right. It's vital. Now, he also shows that fathers provide the necessities of life. That's just simply providing. Yeah. Roof over your head, food in your belly. That's making sure everything is in place so you don't have to worry about it. Now, it also shows that he is to respect the mother of his children. He is to respect the mother of his children. Now, this is also an important point because if you can't respect the mother of your children, that leads over to how your children respect you. So and other women. That is true. Yeah. That is that is very, very true. Now, um, it also shows that the father needs to be able to spend time with his kids and not just regular time where we just hanging out at the house, but fun time where dad is not always serious. He's not always working. And that was a lesson my dad learned a little later mm -hmm. as we became teenagers. Thank God he had my mama to kind of balance him out <laughs> because right. growing up, it was church, 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 being a bishop's kid. There's very little time for anything else. So if it didn't involve school, we didn't really do it. But as we became teenagers, he understood that it was important for us to be well-rounded. Right. And for him to be well-rounded with us. Right. So that was that's very, very important. Now, fathers, hands down, are the best teachers. 
fathers are, in my opinion, fathers are the best teachers. Because boys, they teach you how to become men. Women, they show you how a queen is supposed to be. Right, right. So, yeah. I mean, the father is is the stability of this foundation. <laughs> He's the foundation country. of the family. <laughs> and, and right, and the foundation of the country, <laughs> too. You're right, and the foundation of the country. And the reason why, I, I mean, I know the title is women, uh, women that train their kids to hate their father. But before we go in there, I want y'all to know what a father is and the roles that a father is supposed to, supposed to play. Also, too, uh, in my research, I look, I studied how these roles different from sons and daughters. Now, according, I got this article from the Huffington Post. According to, well, I'm sorry, the Huff Post. According to the Huff Post, girls will look for men who hold the patterns of good old dad. For after all, they know how to do that. Therefore, if father was kind, loving, gentle, they'll react. For those, they will they will reach for those characteristics in men. Girls will look for in others what they have experienced and become familiar with in childhood. So, in other words, what in other words, what this is saying, whatever type of experience that they had with dad, that's what they should look for mm-hmm. when they get out and they start dating and they start looking for a man. Right. Now, I know sometimes, boy, that seems far fetched because you know sometimes I've heard men ask the question, "Why y'all don't get no guy like your dad?" Because it seems like at a certain point. Good girls like bad guys. <laughs> I don't get that, but hey, I guess it's just a phase that they go through. But it is what it is. What you say about that, uh, Mr. Bennett? Oh, man, I'm glad you got me on, boy. Cause, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, he's been waiting on that moment right there, especially that right there. Why, why, why do you think that that is like that? G Riggs, I got two daughters, man. Twenty. Oh yeah. 26. Okay. Okay. And, man, I often ask them, why don't y'all date a man like y'all dad? Now, I've been there from day one, or even up until now. I talk to my daughters two or three times a week now. But they don't got men that's nowhere like me. Um, you know, I ain't trying to talk about nobody. But, man, one of my, one of my, one of my daughters, her baby daddy in prison, and the other one, uh, let's just say he liked to smoke weed. Jay Riggs, I did none of those things. Hey, you know what? You know what? Uh, you know what? I, I I take my hats off because we already know that what you just said, as far as you know, uh, we always hear the opposite, and and and, and society, the most of the people, they hear the opposite. They say you gonna grow up and be just like your dad, but they saying it in a negative, negative way, right? In a negative right. way. So what you just said, you just reversed that, and you you show people that that there are some. Kids mm-hmm. out there who uh, uh, uh fathers out there who who the child need to grow up to be like the daddy in a good way. Right, exactly. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Is the way they wear their pants low or wear the hat backwards, <laughs> man? Jay Riggs, I ain't figured it out yet, man. But you know, I was mad for a while. But you know, I love my daughters. I love my babies, man. But they didn't really get anybody like me. Uh, they told me um, 
People like me were boring. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, a, a provider boring, huh? Yeah, that's what they say, Jamie. It's a, a provider. They said, Dad, you can, you, you know, you boring. <laughs> but I'm boring, but I'm stable. <laughs> don't worry, yeah, they don't want it's no, gonna come back full circle. They don't want no stability. They want some excitement. Yeah. Shoot. Exactly. Yeah, they want some man, that, that 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 go to they go to really show man how strong the current is. You know, mm-hmm. they used to say, you know, it takes a village to raise a kid. Right. That that, mm-hmm. that pool of the world ain't no joke. It's strong. The influence of it the world is. as yes. far as the videos, they walking around, they walking around being with their phone more than they with their parents. Right, yeah. Because they phone right. with them all day, every day. Yeah. yeah so that's right. where they get their image from of their daddy or their role model, especially the male. Yeah, you're right. Uh, let me read this uh, post again from the from the Huff. Uh, Girls will look for men who, who hold the pattern of good old dad. For after all, they know how, for after all, for after all, they know, how to do that. Therefore, if father was kind, loving, and gentle, they would reach for those characteristics in men. Girl will look, girls will look for in others what they have experienced and became familiar with in childhood because they have gotten used to those familiar and historical behaviors, patterns that they think that they can handle them in relationships. Okay, now on the other hand, they say bo- boys on the other hand, will model themselves after their fathers. They will look for their father's approval in everything, in everything they do and copy those behaviors that they recognize as both successful and familiar. Thus, if dad was abusive, controlling, dominating, those would be the patterns that their sons would imitate and emulate. However, if father is loving, kind, supportive, and protective, boys will want to be that. So fathers, we really at the watch what we show our kids, what we show those boys, how we treat their mother, you know, how we handle life, how we handle issues, how we handle anger, how we handle our emotions, because your boys are watching you, your sons are watching you, and, and, and every son wants to be just like dad. They emulate you. They want to be just like dad. Uh, my dad was a big time. My real dad was a big time dope dealer. Well, guess what I wanted to be? I wanted to be there too. I tried it for a little bit. It ain't quite work out for me. Thank God I was able to escape it. But you know, I got some other brothers that didn't. You know, but um, I thank God that I was able to escape it. You know, but um, the uh, why are fathers so important? Um, I pulled up some statistics that are gonna really blow y'all mind about uh. The like of fathers in these homes. See if I can pull this up. Now, one thing that we need to always remember, even though you might have a good father or a good mother in a home, the child can go either way. They're either going to go high on the positive spectrum of the needle or they can go on the negative point. So just to jump back to what you said, Terry, about your girls, don't worry. They're going to come back full circle. All of us go through those phases where right. we're looking for ourselves. Right, right. It does not necessarily mean that we didn't have good parents in the home. You with me? Right, so absolutely. Right. It does not mean that at all. But as you're growing up and you're maturing along the way, you're looking for your identity. So we're always going to remember what mom and daddy taught us. Right, Especially right. when it comes back to the word. Right. Right. We try to run as far as we can, right. but we always come back. 
So I, don't yeah. worry. <laughs> hey, I hope so, Glenda. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, hey, T, hey, T, you said you gonna hold, you gonna hold out of that. Yes, yeah. I'm gonna hold my sister to that right there. Say that because I did it. Right. I did it. Right, right, I'm right. To right. everything else but what my daddy was character in his, in his character. Right. right. Didn't want it. Why? Because he was too churchy. <laughs> he was too strict. And I'm just right. being honest. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. I'm just being honest. He he was too strict. Everything had to be his way. He didn't want to hear nobody else's opinion. But now that I'm older, I understand the things that he did. I understand the lessons that he was trying to teach us. Right. Now, am Mm -hmm. I going to be as strict with my kids? Probably not. But you learn the lessons to help you guide you as you grow. Right. 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 You like them bad boys, too? I did. (laughs) Let me ask you a question, Missy. What is it about them? I mean, it's it, the thrill of the excitement and the unexpected. That's what they said. G. Okay, all right. Well, it's, that's it's what really told just me. that simple. It's yeah. it's nothing else to it. It's the thrill of the unknown. Right. Wow. Because with my daddy, I knew everything that was coming down the pipe. Right. 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 Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, well could, <laughs> could, the, could the unknown be on uh, him? Him cheating on you? Possibly. Uh, could the unknown be uh him slapping you side the head? Possibly. <laughs> okay. All right. Well. Now don't forget. Now so, yeah. a bunch of lessons you gonna get in them unknowns along the way too. Yeah. Well. Well. Yeah. One of the unknown could it have possibly been that bull head? So you saying? Uh, yeah. so, so so are you saying that pretty much? It sounds like you're saying that. So women have the same curious curiosities that men have of course okay we just go about them differently than men do right okay okay Okay. right yeah Mm. well i got some statistics here from the national fatherhood initiative uh there is a father absent crisis in america according to the u.s census bureau 19.7 million children more than one in four live without a father in the home Consequently, there is a father factor in nearly all social ills facing America today. A lot of, a lot of. Uh, so why do we think fathers. that's the one of the biggest issues in the country as black men? Because typically, that's where the true heavy part of the statistic lies. Yeah, but yeah. you know that's what. Even they, though we are the minority. Right, right. Yeah, but you're but right, Glenn. That's that that's that's what they say, and I don't want to, I don't want to go out on a limb and say that that's true, because, and I'm not trying to be funny when I say that, but these are those are their their statistics. We don't really know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they put statistics out there, and just like if I don't want to believe that statistic, I'm, I shouldn't probably believe these statistics that I'm about to read. But I just don't know if, if, if the the absence of black fathers more than the absence of Caucasian fathers. I just Well, just let's not put a race on it. Just generally Fathers speaking, period. Fathers period. Well, all right, now. With that being said, I, I I I ladies, don't be mad at me, but you probably is gonna be mad at me. But I blame the ladies for that. Okay. Because it's in the choice that you pick. You know what I'm saying? As a, as a lady, first of all, you got to recognize that if you date a weak man, you're probably going to have a weak child. 
You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, uh, just I, I, I use this example when they breed racehorses. They find a thoroughbred racehorse to breed with another horse because in that bloodline, it's the blood of a thoroughbred. This is true. So, women, you have to be careful who you choose. You can't just go out there and just choose any old and anybody and everybody. You got to make sure that he got a head on his shoulder. You got to make sure he's financially set. You got to make sure he got some smarts, some wisdom. Could you repeat that again? Hey, G, you just mentioned me. <laughs> <laughs> Because in the long run, ladies, y'all the ones that are going to be stuck with these kids. Yeah, yeah. So you, as the female, have to really be careful who you lay down with. Protect yourself. Don't just lay down with no any and everybody. Mm. You got to really be cautious and careful as to who you lay down with. Because there is a possibility that you might get pregnant and you might have to raise this man's child for the rest of your life, and it could be a possibility that you might have to raise that child by yourself. This is true. So you need to be, women need to be very picky about the guys they date. You do. Very picky. Don't just go laying down with no anybody, because it could be the rest of your, it could be 18 years of your life, and you mad and pissed off because you can't get this joker to do nothing. But, man, look who you laid down with. What was he doing before you laid down with him? What was he doing before you started dating? Did he have initiative to get up and go to work? Did he have initiative to, you know, did he seem like he was going to be a provider? Or was he living off of you, you know? Did he seem like he was going to be loving and caring? Did he seem like he was going to be faithful? I mean, he, my uh, partner used to tell me a long time ago, you marry what you see. So, in other words, what that means is whatever you see in that individual, that's what you're going to get. So if you don't see fatherhood qualities, then you don't need to mess with him. But I met him in the club, and he seemed like a real nice guy. Uh, he took me to Famous Amos, and we got some breakfast, and I thought he was the one. <laughs> That's how it goes. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of women out there that know that story, but you know, ain't no sense of crying over spilled milk. We just gotta, you know, do what we can do. You ladies, you gotta do what you can do to make it right. Compare the next generation. Exactly. Exactly. These statistics say that there is a four X greater risk of poverty in a house without a father. Uh teen pregnancy. 7x more likely to become pregnant as a teen for the young for the daughters. Uh more likely to have behavior problems. Uh and, and these are all statistics based on growing up in a household without a father. More likely to face abuse and ne- neglect, two times greater risk of infant mortality, more likely to abuse drugs and alcohol, more likely to go to prison, more likely to suffer obesity more likely to commit a crime, more likely to drop out of high school. All these, wow. all this come with the lack of a father being in the house. So that's what I'm saying, ladies. Y'all got to really, y'all got to really think about this before y'all start laying down. Uh, we got some other facts in here. Let's see. Involved dads improve their children's overall emotional and social well-being. Children with involved dads are less likely to be mistreated. Children with 
children who live with their dead do better in school. Adolescent teen boys who live with their dads are less likely to carry guns and deal drugs. Involved dead reduces mom parent parenting stress, which I know that's probably a big one because uh, moms ain't really built for all that, that going out there, bringing home the bacon and all that. She was built to be a helpmate. She wasn't built to take that full load on. So women, ladies, y'all got to remember these things. Wow, that's some good statistics, G. Plus, we have to remember, men, you guys can discipline in a way that women can not. Right. I feared my dad. I wasn't scared of my dad, but I feared him. <laughs> I feared him. There isn't moms can punish a kid and they respect mom. Don't get me wrong, but there's just a line, a line of discipline or a level of discipline. Should I say that fathers bring to the table that a child just kind of, you know, they stop whatever they are doing and they get their act together. Girls that, that teen pregnancy is because you're searching for an emotional bond, bond that yeah. your dad was supposed to give, give you. you. Yeah. You know, we go out and we looking for stuff that we should have got at home. Yeah, that that's a sad. That that's that's really a sad situation. You know, and, and men the same way too. That that that's stuff that we should have got at home from our fathers. We go out and we look for it in in on the streets mm-hmm. in a, a leader of a gang. You know, but right. actually, what they are looking for is that leadership that, leadership. that yeah. they didn't get at home. Yeah. Of course. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Right. And, and most, like I said, you you do got those other cases that you know, you got a good father figure, and you still go out there and do that type of stuff. So. Well, yeah, you do, you do, yeah. you do. Uh, according to the U.S. Census Bureau, 19.5 million children, more than one in four, live without a father in the home. Dang. Children with ch- children with imprisoned fathers are more likely to have depression. Children living without their father in the house are 47% more likely to live in poverty. Men with absent fathers are more likely to become absent fathers themselves. Why do you think that is? Anybody? Well, it's just what we see. We see nothing, and I guess we try to go out and imitate what our dad did, and we be nothing ourselves, especially when it comes to them kids. And it takes a strong personality, like Jermaine initially said in the very beginning about his situation. It takes a strong personality to go in the opposite direction on the positive reckoning. It right. is. It takes yeah. a strong, strong personality and strong will to say, well, no, I'm not going to do this. This is how we're going to do it. Right. Yeah, yeah it yeah. does. You're right. Um, yeah. Boy, go ahead, Jay Rich. No, 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 no. I was saying, yeah, that's, that, that, that ain't no joke. That, that That's real. Because when you look at a woman and you see what else she go through, I mean, you... Growing up, you you know that this this this, this female this this is a woman, and you know that uh, like like the text says that that you got to respect her as the weaker vessel, not so much as being weak, but just as that 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 sensitive one. Right. And and, yeah. and you 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 know when something not right as a child, like you were saying even earlier that uh, Mandy, um, the child they looking at you whether you know it or not. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, boys have. Fewer behavior problems. Girls have fewer psychological problems when they have involved dads. Infant death within the first 28 days of life is four times higher for those with absent fathers. 
than those with involved fathers. I would have never imagined that. Wow, I was going <laughs> to yeah. say the same thing, G. Wow. I would, yeah, I would have never imagined that. But maybe, you know, it has to do with, what, depression of the mother, yeah. psychological, uh, emotional problems, emotional issues. Uh, maybe that maybe that is what plays a role There's in that. There's a lot of emotions that goes into giving wow. birth, from what I heard. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of emotions that are there, and it it's draining. It is very draining for a woman to give birth. So I could I could see that. Yeah, uh, yeah, they change after that too. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Jerry. That's seen all right. <laughs> and three little changes. <laughs> right, like, like where she go? What did happen? You the wow. same woman I was talking to earlier. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right, Jerry. <laughs> They say another fact: individuals from fathers absent individuals from fathers absent home are two hundred and seventy nine percent more likely to carry guns and deal drugs than peers living with fathers. Man, fathers play a very important role. Fathers' involvement in schools in association with the higher likelihood of a student getting mostly A's. Children raised in a father absent home are more likely to experience behavior problems, which we had already heard that one. Uh, adolescent boys with absent fathers are more likely to engage in delinquent in delinquency than those with fathers who are present. Uh, I'm not. It, it's a whole bunch more facts that I could go through. Uh, we gonna we gonna stop stop those facts right there. But if you're looking for uh, more information, you can go to the. If you're looking for more information, you can go to the National Fatherhood Initiative and you can pull up all these statistics. Now, we do need to understand that along with this, there are a lot of mental factors that are in play. And I don't think a lot of us really take mental illness seriously, but it is real. Right. It is very much real. When you're dealing with depression, and there's very di- several different levels of depression, Um when you're dealing with self-esteem, um, poor management skills, you're not able to manage relationships, you have trusting issues, all of this ball comes back to having that strong chief personality in the home. And even if you're not in the home, that steady figure in your life where you can have that constant contact with. Right, okay, all right. So, really do show how important it is for the mailman to stay his butt at the house and make mm-hmm. it work just for the kids' sake. Exactly. Sometimes. Exactly. So, so now I hope we have a better understanding of what a father is, the role that a father plays, and why fathers are so important. Now, let us talk about the, 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 the grits, eggs, and bacon of the subject. <laughs> all right. Well, well. Train their child or children to hate the dad, and like I say, well, you hood, I hate my baby daddy. Uh, believe it or not, when I was doing my research on this, I found out that there was actually a legal name for women who teach their kids or promote that discord or that distancing or the separation between the kids. Anybody like to take the get take a guess of what it's called? <laughs> Now nah, go ahead. Say. Yeah, go ahead and tell me, G. Well, I, I thought somebody was gonna say crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they dare not say that. 
<laughs> so, well, if you yeah, want to keep it simple, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, if you want yeah. to just break it down in everyday terms where everybody mm-hmm. can understand, crazy. But uh, the the legal name for it is malicious mother syndrome. I did not know that that oh, was. Wow. Yeah, I did not know <laughs> that they had a legal name for that. And okay, uh, according to uh, Family Fine Law, when this syndrome occurs. A divorce or divorcing parent seeks to punish the other parent, sometimes going far enough as to harm or deprive their children in order to make the other parent look bad. Though most commonly called malicious mother syndrome, both mothers and fathers are capable of such actions. Now, why do we think this is called malicious mother syndrome? Because mostly mothers do it. Mothers are emotional. Well, yeah. Yeah, because that joke collect all them the statistic numbers that they just said when we were just talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She said, "Damn, my man ain't had none of those qualities." Mm-hmm. None. Well, I, I uh, anger. I mean, what is anger? A, a strong feeling of being upset or annoyed because someone some something wrong or bad. The feeling that makes someone want to hurt other people to shout, etc. The feeling of being angry. All right. This joker done cheated on you. This joker done left you. You know what I'm saying? This joker done dogs you out. You angry. You hurt. You don't know no other way to get back at this joker except, especially when you got one that loves the child. Right. You have, right. that's the only way that you feel that you could get justice because of how you had been treated. But then again, on the other hand, there are some good fathers out there that the, they couldn't, the, the, the two could just couldn't get along. Right. It wasn't no cheating involved. It wasn't nothing involved. But then I, now I think sometimes because I've heard stories where guys, you know, say, well, hey, it just didn't work. Uh, they it wasn't no cheating or any of that going, going on. But, you know, they just, just couldn't get along. They couldn't stay in the same house. And, and the men end up leaving. And, 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 and the mothers or the woman is just upset about it. Uh, they, they, they want the husband back or the boyfriend back or the father back yeah. and they're just mad and angry and they're going to try to do anything that they can in their power to hurt them. Using the children as pawns. Right, exactly. Uh, so, so okay, so we label anger as one of the reasons that they do it. Uh, another reason, hatred. What is hatred? Hatred is a feeling. It causes an anger or resentment or resentful emotion or response. So that could be a resentful emotion or response keeping the child away from the father or either keeping the child away from the mother because, uh, ladies, I'm not just coming down on you. Men do it too. And as a matter of fact, I was in those shoes. I ended up being a single dad, raising three kids, and the situation that, you know, my wife left, the situation behind why she left, I didn't really want my kids being around that particular type of environment. And, and then also I was hurt. I was angry. I was mad. So I know how it feels, but you know, thank God for my dad, you know, because my dad told me, he was like, look, no matter what she did, no matter what she doing, don't deny her being able to see those kids. Because if you do in the long run, it was going to come back on me because after a while, these kids are going to grow up and then they're going to start understanding and seeing life as an adult. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to start asking questions. Then they go ask that dad, dad, why didn't you come see me? Mm-hmm. And that dad say, well, I tried to, but uh, your mom wouldn't let me. Well, why you wasn't taking care of us? And the dad 
you know, begin to spill beans. I was, I was paying child support. I was doing this. I was reaching out in this way. I was reaching out in that way. And then guess what? Guess who it fall back on? It fall back. It fall back on the mother. So, I mean, I understand you hurt. It does hurt. I've been there. I understand you get angry. I understand you hate. I understand you have, you become bitter toward, toward the, the, the spouse or the, the boyfriend or the girlfriend. I understand all that, but you got to put those feelings aside and think about what's best for the child. Yeah, that's, that's really important. One thing we have to always remember is that children, especially under the age of 12, are very impressionable. We cannot imprint our emotional feelings or how we feel about a situation or a person on the children. Because, yes, for a little bit, they might be on your side, but just like Gary just said, they will grow up, understand what really happened, and they will learn to hate you. Right. You don't ever want that to happen. Right. Because right. there's nothing better than to have both parents in your life, whether they're together or not. Right, exactly. And, and that's, that's sad how they, 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 they flip it. Like you say, even though that man was there doing all he could do, mm-hmm. but because that woman all sour and all bitter, now she's she pouring that mess into the child right. and feeding that negative mess to the child. That, 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 you don't want me just like your dad is, you know. Uh, you just s- ain't cool. Or saying things around the child, you know, to downplay the dad or the dad saying things around the child to downplay the mother, you know. And after a while, so many years of doing that, you brainwash that child. And that child actually begins to believe what you said about that other parent or what the woman said about that father. You know, not in, in some of the cases it may do be true, but still allow that child to be the hero in that parent's eye. In that, uh, allow the parents to be the hero in that child's eyes. If the, if if they are failed, if the child has failed, allow the parent to fail them. That way, they can point the finger at that father or at that mother or whoever failed them, and they won't come back and they point the finger at you. So uh, I, I know uh, I got a lot of definitions in here, but the reason that I got these definitions in here is because I want you to recognize that if you hear something in one of these definitions, the best way to get freed up is to recognize that this characteristic I have own up to it and acts to be delivered from it. So that's why I got anger up here, strong feeling of being upset or annoyed because something wrong or bad. Uh, hatred is a, it, hatred is a feeling. It can cause anger or resentment or, or, or resentment, emotional response, which can be used against certain people or ideas. Hatred is often associated with feelings of anger, disgust, and a disposition toward the source of the hostility. A bitter person. What is a bitter person? Someone who is bitter is angry and unhappy because they cannot forget bad things that happened in the past. I feel very bitter about my childhood uh, 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 and all the things that I went through. Uh, Unforgiveness is when you are unwilling or unable to forgive someone for hurting, betraying, or breaking your trust, or causing you intense emotional pain. I understand that. I get that. I've been through a divorce, but you got to work yourself through it because that child needs the father, that child needs the mother, that child needs both of y'all to get along for his or her development. And whether we actually believe it or not, malicious mother syndrome is one of the biggest levels of child abuse. I ain't know that. That is an emotional level of child abuse. Wow. 
The child's mental is not developed. Right. So you're manipulating their development. Right. Anytime ah. you're malip- manipulating something to benefit you, that that ain't good. No, it ain't. So that ain't good. Did, did, did you say that again? Did you, did you say that's like a form of child abuse? Yes, sir. Wow. It is the largest heavy right level there. of child abuse across the country. Right. And that's probably and and I don't know this for sure, but just knowing just being a part of foster care system, it is probably one of the biggest reasons they take kids from their parents. Wow, I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> children Man. go to school and they act out what they see at home. Right. Or they go to play right. with other kids and other parents see what your kids learning at home. So they're, yep. the, the mental stability of our children, of our future is very much important. And for that to get together and to get in line, we need to get us together. Right. If you don't do nothing else out of these definitions, you need to learn to forgive. Right. Right. If you learn exactly. to forgive, that will put that will help you put everything else in line. Well, Glenda, like what you about say, everybody, everybody in their everybody in their feelings, especially that <laughs> that that mom. Yeah. She she in her feelings to yeah. the point that she she ain't even thinking about the effects right. that it's having having on the child. Right. Right. And this is why we see mothers in court because they done killed the child or they have heavily, you know, injured the right. child. Why? Because yep. they're so emotionally, like Jermaine just said, they're so emotionally wrapped up in everything, they're just reacting. Right. And you're not right. thinking anything out. She's like, I'm going to take it out on this joke. I'm going to mm. take it out on him. Which I know of a situation, man, I, I, I noticed, I noticed that um, it was a, this girl I knew, and um, she had two kids from two different daddies. Uh, one of the one of the fathers, man, he was he he was a good dad. You know what I'm saying, man. Was active in the child life, just just a present, you know, very present force there in that in that child's life. But the other child, dad, was abusive. He used to beat on the mama, and she went through a real rough time. I know this this situation personally, but I used to watch how she would interact with the daughters. The one that the dad was there. And he was the nice guy. Man, that little girl was spoiled and bad as hell. <laughs> but the one that was so sweet, but because of the effects and the mental trauma that the father took her through, man, she used to really, I, I she used to take it out on the child. That's because you see the, the daddy and the child. Yeah, exactly. So when It's you, like rape victims. When they have kids from their rape victims. So from you, their raper. Rapers. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, this is this is a very serious situation. Mothers, fathers, men, women, uh, mothers especially. These kids get their identity from their source, which is their father. And like I said earlier, there are a lot of deadbeat dads out here that don't want to have nothing to do with their kids. But if you got a man there that's trying to be a father. You're going to have to put your emotions, you're going to have to put your feelings aside, and you got to do it for the child. You think you're doing it because you say you love the child, but if you really, truly love the child like you say you love the child, do everything that's possible, everything within your power that you know that's going to benefit the child. 
And if that, if, if having a relationship with the other parent, which it could be the father or the mother, if having that relationship, you need to allow them to have that relationship. Don't, yeah. don't, don't hurt the child like that. They, 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 they need both of you and they need both of you to get along with each other. If you just have to put your feelings on your shoulder or put them in your pocket, when you get around that joker, do what you got to do. <laughs> Make it seem peaceful and kosher for the sake of the child. They grow up and say, man, my mom and dad really got along, but deep inside y'all could be hating each other good. But for the sake of the child, you need to be kosher in these type of situations. Uh, so with, 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 with uh, situations like that too, how about we flip it one time? Let, let's flip it because is there a chance that the, the male, the man could actually be like that, say that the mama wasn't all that and the daddy had to take the child and raise the child? Yeah, and, and he and he take he raising that child and he telling that child that you know that that just your mama she wasn't nothing she was a hoe and she was a trick and and all and all you see what I'm saying right it, it worked that way too he he allowed his emotions to get in there to plant right. those type of seeds in that child not knowing how devastating that could be in them too right that's just exactly. your mama you know I mean on both ends it's 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 not a good deal on either end you know what I'm saying and I'm not just talking about mothers only reason it came up. This way is because mothers are the one that does it, that do it the most. But then you have malicious mother syndrome and you have malicious parent syndrome. And you have both parents doing the same thing. I've heard those stories where the father was keeping the mother away from the child. And I've heard stories where the mother was keeping the father away from the child. But either way it go, in the long run, the one who's getting hurt the most is the child. He needs both parents. He need to interact with both parents. He need to know that both parents love him. If the other parent is screwing up, let that be on them. Mm -hmm. Don't let it be on you. So whatever steps that you need, if you got to get some counseling, uh, uh, whatever you got to do to overcome this situation, do it for your child because that's the most important thing. And mothers, I know how mothers feel about their children. They love their children. They, they, they deliberately wouldn't do anything to hurt them. So if you wouldn't do anything to hurt them, let them have that relationship with their father. I mean, I, 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 I was dating a chick one time too, man, that she would downgrade the dead and get mad at the dead. And like, you're not going to see them kids. And he just don't know if it was not for me up in there. He wouldn't have saw those kids, man. Because <laughs> I used to wow. have to tell her, hey, don't do not do that. Let that man see his kid. Let him have a relationship with his kid. But, man, when we was together in that relationship, man, behind his back in that house, if things didn't go away, she was just constantly down the dude. The dude wasn't a bad dude because as a man looking at another man, I'm seeing this man trying to interact with his kid. I'm seeing this man trying to do what he's supposed to do as a father. But let him come late one one week on the child support. Tripping. She tripping. This Negro ain't no good. And then for the mothers who, uh, another thing too, I ain't trying to come down on you, but I'm just putting the facts out there. I'm putting this true stuff out there. I've noticed too in mothers that got kids from different dads what they do is they got the good guy over here paying child support then you got kids from another guy he old thug that joker don't give a care about nothing to slap the hell at you and, and, and but you hounding the one that's paying you hounding him so hard about about paying child support but you ain't saying nothing to the other dad you know what i'm saying and then the thing about it is you actually in actuality i feel you putting pressure on him to help you take care of the other kids 
And, and that ain't right. You know what I'm saying? Right, you need right. to you hey, if this joke ain't doing the right thing, you need to be on him just like you on the guy that's trying to do the right thing. But you know what? They ain't gonna do that because that knucklehead that ain't doing the right thing, he gonna go inside the head. You know what that's called, don't you? What? Scared syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, boy. <laughs> and sometimes the women are still attracted to the one who ain't doing what they're supposed to do. Mm. Now, that's a bad deal, though. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, look, we about to, uh, we about to come to the end of the show, but... If you are a victim of malicious mother syndrome as a man or as a woman, malicious father syndrome, or as a parent, if you are a victim of malicious parenting syndrome, I got a few ways for you to fight back. All right. Uh, The first way, look, you're just going to have to straight up, you're going to seek the Lord in this thing. You're going to have to pray that the Lord... You're going to have to pray to the Lord for his wisdom to help you find a solution to the issue. Also pray for the mother, the father, or the parent that the Lord would change their hearts and their mind and deliver them from the anger, frustration, hurt, bitterness, hatred, unforgiveness associated with the breakup, the divorce, or the separation. And most importantly, be patient. Wait on the Lord. People need time to heal. Because see, if this individual is hurting you got to give them time to heal, and you got to patiently wait on the Lord. But now, I'm, now while you waiting, I'm not saying don't try to visit your child. Don't try to see your child. You continue to keep doing those things. But if that still comes to no avail, second thing that you can do is start a visitational journal. In other words, document every time you try to call your child Every time you try to visit your child, the response that you get from the mother or the other parent. So you need to just get your journal book, get your cell phone or whatever. You need to document every time you make an attempt to visit your child. And you need to document the response that you get. And And number three, if possible, try to get some legal help. Don't try to tackle this thing by yourself. Get you some legal help. Go in there with that journal. And, and 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 continue to fight, 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 because your son or your daughter' life is at stake. Fight, fight till you can't fight no more. I know sometimes it get hard fighting, cause these jokers just won't let up. Mm. But you gotta c- continue to fight. I used to have a, I used to have a comment. I used to say I used to say somebody gonna break, but it ain't gonna be me. So anybody else got any final notes before we call call it a show? Wow, this was so good today, man. Uh, man, like I say, glad to have Miss G back. Uh, this is a good one today. I enjoyed it. Yeah, we, it, it, it's so much to it, too, because when you sit back and look at the big picture of, of, of everything, man, that, that that woman, she 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 got a lot on her plate. E- even though, uh, you know, she might be at a place now where uh, she just got to look back and think about the kids. That's, right. I think that's the exactly. most important thing, that, that as a parent, you know, we got to look back and think about the kids. Even though that joker didn't straighten up and fly right, you still got to just think about the kids. Exactly, exactly. Don't down, don't down that joke in front of the kids. I, I, I remember I'm gonna say this story, Miss G. You got a final note? Go ahead. I'm, I'm gonna say this story real quick, then I'm gonna give a final note, and then the majestic mic gonna be out. Um, man, I'm gonna t- I, mothers. I understand 
how rough it is raising kids without any help. I was a single father. I had a three. I was single father. I had three boys. When me and my wife separated, I had a two-year-old. I had a four-year-old, and I had a six-year-old. And I was I had to raise them by myself, so I understand the struggles. And I remember one time, man, I was just going through so bad. About the brain, about to tear me up right now. <laughs> but I understand. I was just going through so bad. God darn, uh, rent was behind. I mean, man, trying to figure out how I'm gonna feed these kids, and I end up having to call the United Way to get some help to pay my mortgage, to pay my rent. So, um, and you know, when you call the United Way, boy, that phone be busy for hours, boy. You got to stay on that thing. Man, I stayed on that line about two hours just calling back to back to back to back. I finally dialed that number, and, and it wrong. And the lady on the other end picked up the phone, and I told her my situation. I said, well, ma'am, I'm a single dad. I got three kids, and I'm I'm, I'm in a financial situation right now, and I just, I, I need help. And, um... She was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You are a single dad, and you got how many kids? Three kids? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, man, my goddamn son, father, lived like three doors down from me, and this joker won't even come by the house. He won't even blow the horn going by to see my son or take time out with my son. And you are a single dad raising three kids? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, look, don't you worry about nothing. She said, I'm going to make sure you get the help you need. So, look, it was hard, but I did what I had to do. And, man, I know sometimes the attitudes of these mothers, they could be unbearable. I mean, I had to I, I had to deal with it, too. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I had the kids. I raised the kids and were getting hell. But um, they can make it hard sometimes. But you still got to be a father to your child. And mothers, you got to let them be a father to their child. Put all that bull junk aside for the child. Uh, Final note, women, mothers, fathers, parents. I understand the difficulties that we face when we are dealing with a divorce or a separation, especially when you feel like you've been mistreated and wrong in your marriage or your relationship by the other person. Mother or father, there's a lot of emotional trauma you both will be dealing with. But there's also emotional trauma to the child or the children as well. Don't forget about them. They're hurting too. They are a part of both of you, parents. They get their identities from both parents, and they love and need both parents to be cordial and respectful toward each other and not to make them choose between parents. As the adult, you will have to put your feelings and emotions aside, make the best possible choices for your child or children, Ladies, whether you like it or not, every, and I do mean every child, needs, and I do put emphasis on need, his or her father in their lives. I understand that there are a lot of deadbeat fathers and parents out there, but if you, but if that's not the case, remember, but if that's the case, remember, you chose them. You chose the individual. That was your choice. You chose that guy. You chose that girl. But, you know, we all make bad choices. So what does this say? But anyway, if that's your choice, what does this say about your choice-making skills? The child or the children didn't have a choice who their mother or father would be. So if you have a father or a parent that is trying and willing to be in that child or children's life when 
when there are so many out there that are not willing, do not deny. Do not deny the parents their rights to be a father, mother, or parent to the child because in the long run, it would be good. For, in the long run, it would not be good for the child or the malicious parent. Mothers, please do not use your child or your children as a weapon against his or her father or parent. Sometimes weapons backfire on you. Thank you, uh, the Majestic Mike. Parents, please keep in mind to check into your local community listing for extra resources that might be available to you. All right. Uh, Majestic Mike web, web, website coming soon. I uh, know we should have been headed up and running, but hey, forgive us. Uh, but we, we got it coming up soon. Uh, thank you for your support. Just be patient with us as we grow. Uh, from the Majestic Mike, this is G Rep. Terry Bennett. Miss G. Jay Reed. We love y'all. Peace.